What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Five Cents Podcast. Today, I am your host, Josh. It's been a hot minute. And today, you already know I'm joined with the usual crew. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. Oh, you can't like that. What's up, y'all? You got to Josh, you got you to gotta, you gotta direct. We do the you same every time. We're trying to change from that, though. We're trying to change from that. I'm leaving this part in so the people know. <laughs> if you don't know what's by now, y'all shouldn't know. Go watch episode one. But for everybody listening, what's good, y'all? It's your boy, Nate. Back for another episode. Oh, fuck it. Whatever. We're going to figure this shit out. Yeah, we ain't figured this out. I'm talking. getting my boy, Zay. Say what's up. Damn. None of this is getting edited. I just need to let y'all know. We're not editing none of this out. Zay's got to send right. a filibuster right now. Right, <laughs> as long as go. he holds on to episode the usual, It's like episode right, 10 right. or 11 right here. I'm here with Zay, Jackson, Nico, and Nate. There you go. The crew's introduced. Now he's something. stepping over us. I got you. Look, 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 look. My name's Zay. What up, y'all? What up, Mike Jackson? Greetings. Y'all know what the fuck going on. Nico had a three-stage hand motion for that, bro. Please listen to this one on Spotify. Do not watch the video. Yeah, please don't. Actually, I just got my hair cut, so please watch the video. But first, let me just check in with the boys. So how was the week? How was the weekend? What everyone do? I know what some Man, of y'all did, but for the yeah. for the ones I didn't know what y'all did. All right, you talking to me? Uh, <laughs> so I just went home, visited family, you know, just uh, got some family time in. Got to see one of my boys, you know, he's still in Nashville. I just basically, you know, just kind of took a weekend. Well, not even a weekend, like a evening to go back, uh, go back home. Talk to my family, visit family, and uh, visit some some good friends too. And that was it, man. That's all I did. Wow, that's respect right there. Sometimes uh, I feel like those weekends are needed. Sometimes, so I mean, I don't get paid. You gotta go back to your roots one day, bro. You know, now, why are you saying it like that, bro? Actually, no, no, I like bro, it. I like this. I like. Nah, 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 nah. That was that one was fine. You're you're just yeah, jumping in for nothing. Your you're jumping in for nothing, Josh. That was that was fair. that was a fair statement. Got to go back to my roots, bro. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Hater, I came from the That's what you got I'm saying, bro. I hear go back to my roots, and bro, I'm thinking of Ancestry.com talking about some. I'm 20% Nigerian, so I decided to visit Lagos, Nigeria. Oh, you're the only person that does that. <laughs> no one else thinks like that. Damn. I keep facing Okay, Nate, Nate, Nate. For real, though, bro? Are you really not editing this? No. <laughs> Why would you? Okay. This is content. This is content. This is content right here, boys. Man, what about you, man? Uh, what you do, bro? I was really chilling this week. Uh, I went back to the to the hometown yesterday. Kicked to it. One of my homies' birthdays. Shout out, Chathan. Want to grab lunch? Okay. Like, okay. Little, yeah, that boy. Uh, he's, he's ugly. Yeah, big twenty-three <laughs> Jordan year. So you probably not gonna listen. Okay. To but shout out him. Uh. Grab lunch with one of my homegirls this morning and then drove back. So I've been chilling really, nothing too crazy. Now me and two of the dudes in here, Nico and Jackson, we had a we had an event for um, Saturday night. Yeah, it was fun. I, can I, I think... can I uh can I just say something real quick before you start? Because I know this is 
I heard you sold the bag, Josh, bro. <laughs> oh, my Ain't nothing new under the sun, bro. Ain't nothing new under the sun. Oh, yes. Let him tell the story and start, because it's right at the critical mass of the story is when he sells okay. the bag. So I will, it, we, Nico and I can interject the, the perfect moment, right, when he hey, goes hey, sell hey, the bag. Hey, don't let him lie either, bro. Don't oh, let we him won't. lie either. None of us, lie. that's why all three of us are here. No one can lie. Don't give <laughs> no us say stuff that didn't happen. Okay, look. So we're gonna we're gonna tell this night from my point of view. Now, Nico and Jackson also have different point of views, because you know some of us did different activities throughout the night. But you know, this is just one of your normal squad link ups. We're like, hey, a lot of us are in the same area. Let's link. Let's head downtown. You know, downtown Nashville is actually kind of like prominent, like in terms of like places that people like to go to. So you know. We ended up going to this um, rooftop bar called um, Miranda Lambert's. Yeah, it was Miranda went, Lambert's. It was um, me, Nico, Jackson, and a couple of our friends as well. So we were like a squad, so we just it up. So, you, you know, we get there, vibing, and the first ridiculous thing that happened to me is I go to get a drink, right? And this boy Nico with me because Nico had got there a little bit late. So he was like, bro, I need a drink with me. He was like, this is cool and all, but I need a drink. And I was like, yeah, bro, let's head out there. So we get to the table, right? And, like, dude's, like, taking care of other people. And then he gets to me, and this is, like, after, like, I hand him my card, right? Some random girl just comes behind me, inserts her hands into my front two pockets, pulls my body like to like directly behind her and then starts trying to do all this weird stuff and i look at nico with my mouth wide open like bro what is happening so then i react because i'm like this girl's doing all this but also trying to pickpocket me at the same time so i just slap her hands away right and then after that she switches from behind me to in front of me it starts twerking on me, and I'm just, I am just like shook. And so, while she's twerking on me, right, she saw me put my wallet back into like my back pocket because I'm doing this all while I'm trying to get my drink. So I insert my wallet into my back pocket, and then sure enough, she starts twerking, and she reaches her hand around and try to give up. And I'm just like in awe oh, that man. this girl is this persistent to try and pick me. This man Josh is dancing with Catwoman, bro. Dude, I saw it all. Nah. I literally watched it all happen, bro. I was just like, and we looked. I looked at Josh. He was just like, "Bro, what the fuck is happening?" I was like, "Josh, I don't know, bro." Dude, I thought, go. I thought he <laughs> was lying. Because he came back and he's like, "These people keep trying to pickpocket me," and I was like, "Yeah, whatever, dude. Like, no one's trying to pickpocket you." And all night he was like, "Bro, people keep trying to pickpocket me every no, hour, every bro, hour." No, bro, this is serious, bro. Like, <laughs> but you got old ladies at their forties walking around hitting me drinks, and I'm like, "Bro, what's in this, bro?" I had, I had to sit that right on, I had to sit no, that right on the table. No, I was what? not going. Bro, did you see the one old lady that kept talking to me, bro? Yes, Nico. <laughs> that's that's why we didn't help you. Yo, she she was like, mama yesterday, bro. No, bro. She came up to me. She said, "I don't know how to dance. I'm just a white girl." And I was like, "Oh, I know it's good." She was talking to me. I said, "Girl, you just gotta feel the music." And she was like, "I don't know but, how." But, but not me. <laughs> not Nico entertaining it. So, so no, yeah. yeah. So that oh, was right. 
And the people that we met throughout the night were like super fun and interesting and entertaining. Like we met this like one group of like white girls and like they were like hanging out with us in like our like little circle on like the dance floor, right? One of them was like from Minnesota. So if we refer to her, she's gonna be just called Minnesota. And she came up to me and she called me like Quavo, right? She was like, oh my gosh, like Quavo, is that you? And I was just looking around like, and then she started telling other people and then they started seeing it. They were like, oh my gosh, Quavo. And they were like, oh my gosh, wait. He brought little Yachty because there's some dude with dreads that had red hair. And I have to admit, that boy was shaking it on the floor. That boy was, was killing like, it. He had like the right type of energy. That's and then later, one of these girls, I'm saying, this is this happened to me when I was in LA too, all the time. So like literally, I don't know what they're seeing. It's probably the round glasses and twist, which they're not dreads, which doesn't make sense. But you know, it worked. It worked. I'm with, hey, for Nate, me. I'm with you. Yeah, you, that's bullshit. Oh my god. <laughs> it worked. It worked. Okay. Okay. You know, everywhere I go, they think I'm quaver. Come on. No, 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 no. no. It, it worked. It worked for Josh. It worked for Josh. Like he completed the study guide, but he didn't apply it to the test. Quavo, side by side. Y'all tell us if y'all think this nigga. I got you, dude, dude, dude. Literally, if I pull my hair back and I have my glasses, take the hat off. Take the hat off. Do your do your Quavo impression right now. Come on. Yeah, yeah. We don't have to. If you're going to talk about it, yeah, do you need way more impression? Put your glasses on. So I feel bad for the audio listeners out here since they can't see this. But if I take my hat out, pull my hair back like I have dreads, which my hair, yeah, this, I'm not going to you look like Lil Bill. Stop. You look like no <laughs> Those are just some random ass drunk white girls, bro. I'm literally, literally, because he's doing this, bro, I'm going to upload a picture on our Instagram. So for anybody watching this, look at the Instagram. It's he really wants to look me. like Quavo, bro. I don't, but nowadays doing me dirty, bro. And I can't stand for this, bro. Because they would have made, bro. I, and I started this on the podcast because I will destroy this, man. So we're not doing this right now. Hey, but so let's continue. So. The other night, we were meeting interesting people. So, Minnesota girl, right? She came up with this dance. Well, not she came up with this. Apparently, it's a dance they do in Minnesota. And, like, it's like they're, like, looking through, like, a lens with, like, their fingers up. And it was, like, like a legit dance move. So, the whole night, we over here dancing around, hitting different moves. I'm, like, I'm, like, melee rocking. And then I'll be, like, uh, and pause and stuff. And, like, they were just having the greatest time. And me and Nigga looking around, like, what is... Bro, put your phone up, bro. Put your phone up. Put your, put your phone up, bro. I did a Continue. poll on my Instagram, bro, and I will put, I have evidence on this stuff, bro, so we're, mm-hmm. we're, we're excluded this fact, mm-hmm. but I'm just trying to fast forward, so like one of them eventually saw Nico and called him J. Cole, which I've been calling him this since I've met him, so that was funny, so we all had like people that we looked like for some reason, Jackson... He's nah. Jackson. And yeah, he, just he, Jackson doesn't really need to concern about that because he was already occupied the entire night for the most part. So fast forward, right? So I sold the bag three no, different times. Yeah, don't you dare skip ahead. I, was, I thought you were about to just go at the end. I was like, no, 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 no. Don't you no, dare I start jumping. I sold the bag three different times. And no, I, I was one. sad. I thought about it and I realized, yeah, I'm tripping. So the first time I sold the bag, was so Minnesota girl, right? She'll be the first of this because the whole time, you know, 
she's constantly like talking to me, dancing with me, having a good time. And then one time, like she was like, oh my gosh, I have to put you on my snap. So this whole time, my phone's dead, right? So I can't like acquire stuff. Like and this dude like, doesn't know his username, not... by the yeah, way. Yeah, I don't know why. Was <laughs> you know what I mean? Listen, listen, chill, chill. Hey, he listen, admitted he look, sold. He can, fin- he can finish this. Program. I know, I'm saying, <laughs> chill. So... Um, so she like literally like records me and like we're like in a video together and literally it just didn't cross my mind to be like, yo, you need to add me on snap since you're already putting me in this video. You can even tag me. Like, I don't know why these things just weren't coming to my head at the time. I was like, because you're a numb skull. (laughs) (laughs) So that was bag one that I sold. If it's now second bag I sold. You said one nigga. I'll say if it make you feel better, I sold the bag too, bro. I know. No, you you tell, no, 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 no. Yeah, trust me. When you go, it. you get to tell your story. I'm going oh, yeah, last, yeah, and I'm recapping the whole night from my perspective, and I'm going to go over anything <laughs> y'all miss. <laughs> okay. So the second girl, right? So I remember her name. So we were leaving the, like, the, um, the rooftop, right? And some girl, she literally was walking with her friends, right? She saw me. Like, we're also leaving. She grabs my shoulder, stops me. It says, hey, my name's Olivia. And I look at her and I say, hey, my name is Josh. And I'll keep walking. <laughs> this man Lego man, his way out the building. I literally saw you do that. He tremendous tremendous sold, bro. This this dude, this dude actually stiff armed her like Derrick Henry. It was like, hold on, gotta get out this club with my boys and just walk. Super sold. Hold up. You gotta know. That's two of three. That's two of three. There's another one. Don't let him don't let him off the hook yet. He's gonna finish the third one. The third one was the worst. That was the biggest. You know how much confidence it probably took that girl to walk up and be like, "Hey, I'm Olivia," and this nigga just yeah, you you (laughs) squashed that under your heel, bro. See, that's why females start tweeting men ain't shit. It's because I'm Josh. It's you, Josh. Bro, just because you're selling. Literally, I just had the objective that we needed to leave the club and go to a different one. So I was just like, "Ah, yeah, I don't have time for Olivia." So I just literally said. Hey, and I just kept moving. And then it took me to later in the night. And I was like, wow. What was I like? Why did I not just start talking to her? Like, that my, was that My was man was stumbling. So then, so after we leave this rooftop, we got to another rooftop. I think it's called, like, Florida Georgia Line. Yeah, right? Florida Georgia Line House. So we were in Florida Georgia Line House, right? So now this girl, multiple people had tried to talk to her. So, like, one of the boys that we were with, had I didn't know this prior, but had like already tried and failed to talk to this girl, right? But we ended up like making like another dance circle, and like, we made like a group of girls. You know, Jackson was with one of them. You know, he You're was welcome. doing doing his thing, and like so, like you know, we're like dancing, having a good time, and like for some reason the club like closed early, and it took me to after we all walked out and got outside to realize, oh, I need to go talk to her. I need to go get her number. Not the anime gas. The problem was, I was like, so like we were walking out and I was like, look, I'm not trying to look like a stalker though, so I'm not gonna pursue this. Well, the whole time, I should have, even before we left the building, like when they were kicking us out, I should have went up to her and started talking to her. Because like, you know, we were vibing, having a good time. Everything was like chill, so like nothing would have hurt to go talk to her regardless, because we had to leave anyway. 
So those are the three bags I uh, sold. Nah, I'm going to describe it a little was, bit more. Listen, in listen, okay, that girl I was the most interested in because, like, she, I was just the most interested. Go ahead, Jax. So, go ahead, so Jax. we're leaving the Florida Georgia Line house, all five of us. You Mind you, I was, I was part of the reason why it took first off, us. First off, first off, before Jackson goes, Jackson sold a little bit. We were, me and Crit, we were trying to leave. Earlier okay. to go I know what you're about to say. That's not my That wasn't Tennessee whiskey. It was don't stop believing. And that, oh, hey. no, it sure was don't stop believing. You're right. Yeah. Two, I was up on stage just doing that. Y'all didn't have to wait on me. And three, this is where you're not allowed to pin this on me. There is a circle of about maybe eight people. It is, or I guess that would have been nine. Our group and then the girls, right? And it, like when they go to leave, they were all leaving together. But the dudes on the stage were singing "Don't Stop Believing," so I was like, "Oh, that's hype! I'm gonna go up there and sing it with them." So I just jumped up there real quick and hit like three, three, four lines. Y'all kept it moving towards the door a good bit, so I was like, "All right, I'll just meet y'all at the bottom of the stairs." But the reason why I wanted to bring up this story, Josh, is because we get outside of Florida Georgia Lighthouse. And I want I want you to picture this. He's just standing here with his arms crossed, looking off in the distance as this girl walks away, just going like, "I should have talked to her," and we're like. <laughs> You can still see her. Like, like, what do you mean? I should have talked to her. She's right there. And he's like, nah, nah, I really don't want to go running after her like that. And so we're like, all right. And then the minute, I mean, the, the millisecond that she's out of eye shot that we can't see her anymore. He goes, nah, where's she at? We're like, like, bro, she was right there. Like she was literally less than 50 yards away in a wide open street. Like just unfaltering eye contact. And you just waited till you couldn't see her to make up your mind. And so then here we go, running a whole, like, three-quarters of a mile up the street at a brisk-ass walking pace, trying to figure out where she went, with Josh just in the front, like, hound dog in the corners, trying to figure out, like, she going she go down here, she going there, she in this part, and we were just like, bro, like, you can't, you can't make Dude, up for this, you sold. I'm not gonna lie, when we were, like, bro, we were following that group for a little bit, I was like, Josh, we gotta chill, bro. I was like, bro, no, we, we were thinking the same thing. Me and Nika were thinking the same thing because I was like, I know how this looks. And now being in the situation, I understand why people get labeled when they get labeled. And I was like, I'm stopping immediately. I just stood there. I said, nah, it's not worth it. That's because you were like, that's because you were I'm, eyes locked on, like, you know, like you probably would have thought you were getting labeled because you were zeroed in on this girl from behind doing this. What's that one Catch it up to her. I need some water. Like that night, like on all the it was funny. One of the funniest moments, I don't know if they remember, was like we were inside, um, we were inside Miranda's, right? And it was like a twerk song that came on, right? But like before it came down, the music started like like the DJ started mixing it in, so everybody knew what was about to come on, right? So everybody's looking at each other like, oh, like what's the move? Like what's going on? Like are we doing this right? So one of our boys looked at the girl, right, and she was looking at him like eye at him, like eye to eye, and they were like, what's the move? So the beat dropped, and this dude tried to slide in, and she literally said, hell no, and I just, I just. Wait, like, it was you could hear it like it was one of those where like it was in the moment where like they add one of those little like producer tags at a beat drop so it's a lot quieter than the rest of the music and so you just heard like do 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 hell no <laughs> <laughs> it was like right on bro, the drop. Was, it, 
really laughing so <laughs> no, 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 no. I escort myself out of this hotel. Me, we were not. I was like, I fell on Josh. <laughs> I like, collapsed on Josh over by a pillar. It was too funny. I was bro. like, ain't no way you just took an L like that in front of like 40 people, bro. I was, oh, I was brutal. Bro, was <laughs> it that dude with the red jacket? Was it that dude they got curved, nah, bro? Nah, nah, see, okay, you don't know what happened then. Nico, I don't think it was Nico there yet. I don't know. Maybe Nico I'm, wasn't there I don't think yet. you weren't. I don't think you were there yet. That Chris. was really early. That was yeah. really early because that was when I was still nah, in yeah. the circle with yeah. you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Mm-hmm. But now, nah, yeah, that sums up my perspective of the night. There was like a lot of funny stuff that happened, but the other two could probably cover it. Which Nico also has a goofy perspective because apparently I messed him up on accident, not even knowing what nah, I was doing. Yeah. No. Okay. Look. So from my perspective, you know, my ass always late. So I get there late. You know, I pull up. Josh meets me in the line, you know, we joking and shit, go inside. So, I'm like, well, first things first, I gotta get a drink. So, we dance a little bit, and then we go get the drink, and that's when that pickpocket shit happened. And I was just like, oh, hell no. Nah. I see that shit with my own eyes, bro. I was just like, Josh, we gotta go. So, they start playing, you know, good music and shit like that. We're all dancing and stuff. And so, uh, I don't know, pretty much, yeah, like, we all ended up, you know, catching some booty from... You know, from some from some attractive girl. You know, all... You're phrasing. That's a crazy That's way to say it. That's yeah. a crazy way to say that. That was the okay, most okay. ridiculous way I've ever heard somebody okay. describe it. <laughs> that, was some, that, was, that was some <laughs> Willy Wonka <laughs> phrasing, bro. Golden day. ticket looking. Okay, look. We all managed to do some good dancing with some fellow female companions. <laughs> Alright, sure. Alright, sure. Alright, sure. Oh, Whatever. I'm just gonna give it to you before you keep trying. Cause it's gonna get worse and worse. Alright. So y'all man. dance with some attractive girls, bro. What about it? Huh? Bro, you make it too long, bro. Y'all hey. dance with some attractive girls. Bro, I, I was gonna keep what going. Y'all stop. Nah, go ahead. Go ahead, Nico. Go ahead. Keep, keep, keep it rolling, Nico. Keep it rolling. Alright, so we, you know, we dance with cute girls. Y'all gotta... So we're dancing, you know what I'm saying? Brand, we're still at Miranda's Lambert's. We end up leaving. Uh, but before we leave, there was, bro, on my end, I sold the bag because, bro, there was this fine-ass Latina girl, man. And before I got there, I was like, Jackson, where the, where the you know, you know, I have a little type, you know what I'm saying? So Jackson was like, yo, like, I got you. not a predator, though. We, no, 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 no. We gonna fight, you know what I'm saying? We were figuring it out, yada yada. I see this girl eyeing me from across the from across the club, bro. I look at her. We look at each other, make eye contact and shit. We did that shit multiple times, bro. And my ass didn't say a word. It was like I wanted to talk, but my ass, my mouth didn't open, bro. You know, I was dancing, but it was tough, bro. It was tough. So next time I'm gonna say fuck it. But like, anyways, we end up going to the next bar, uh, and that and at that point, I was just kind of like, eh. I'm ready, you know, I wasn't really feeling that as much, but, like, we were still chilling and stuff, and uh, me and Chris, we were just chilling on the, at the bar, you know, getting drinks, shit like that, and so then we ended up, like, going back to dance, and Jackson was like, y'all being lame, and I was like, you right, bro, so we ended up going, we get the circle, you know, we, we got the group of girls, and this is when I was, like, so I was trying to get in the circle, bro, and, like, and getting, getting some good dance moves, and I swear, bro, like, every time I tried to get in, this nigga Josh was like... I was like, move your fucking shoulders. Look, I'm talking to you too, bro. He goes like, I'm like, bro, let me in, bro. I was trying for 10 minutes, bro. I could not get in the circle, bro. So I was like, all right, bet. Because, like, the girl that, like, Josh was trying to talk to, bro, she had a good vibe, man. She really did have she a good cool. vibe. Bro. She was really she was cool. She was cool people. Like, um, 
she was goofy. So we were making up, we were all making up different dance moves and shit. It was a good vibe, bro. And like her friends were like pretty cute too. And they were they had the same vibe too. So it was like I was like, I'm trying to hop in this. So I was a little salty at first, but then we ended up figuring out, you know, it's all good. So then uh, you know, we ended up dancing, having a good time, you know, and then that's pretty much it from my perspective. I mean, if I miss anything, like I'm sure Jackson can I got plenty of the girls. I've been taking I've been taking notes. So I'm gonna tell I'm gonna keep it as concise as I can so that you, Nate and Zach, y'all can make your make your judgments and ask your questions if necessary. Oh, it's but too late for that. to start to start the night off, I think there's there's some important information that we're missing. First of all, we had done this last weekend as well. The reason why last weekend was different was because I was stupid and I had misordered my IDs. I keep one like older ID, so I have my driver's license number because I don't have it memorized. In case I forget it and my real ID is misplaced somewhere, I can at least give somebody my driver's license number and they can check and see it's not really expired, like if it's a police officer or something. But I had flipped the order, so the expired ID was in front and my real ID was behind it. And so when I went to give it to the bouncer, he was like, yo, your ID's like expired like by two years. And I just was so tired that I didn't think and be like, oh, I just gave him the wrong one. I was like, oh, my fault. So like, we basically, I was like, oh, I guess I can't go in the bars. So then Josh and them had to join me in one that just didn't check very carefully, which wasn't as like big or as lit as any of the other ones. So that's like a little bit of context. Like we had done this once before and everyone had kind of been like, wanting to go harder. And so they were like, hey, what are like the bigger bars, like the more fun ones? And so the play excuse me, was to go Miranda Lambert's, Jason Aldean's, and Florida Georgia Linehouse. We ended up not making Jason Aldean's because we were in Miranda Lambert's till a little after two in the morning, starting at like 11. So we were there for a really long time. And so the um, and there's also a little bit more important context to add. I think this is a funny detail. It ended up working in his favor, but Josh was wearing these hilarious shoes because oh, there were these why. there were these pointy dress shoes that, like I said, they worked in his favor. But when you looked at the way he was dressed, it was just like it was the Nirvana shirt with the pointy dress shoes with this really specific like it made it made a lot of the stuff he would be doing extra funny when he was like joking across the room because we were all we, beforehand we were joking about how he was gonna cut people's Achilles tendons with them shoes and stuff. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> over for a quick sec yeah you, you get 30 so, seconds listen, to explain so listen, yourself so this is what happened so i had to leave in a dash from huntsville to get to nashville because i had an event prior to go to right so i'm driving down to nashville and then i text jackson i'm like have you left the house because it hit me he was like yes i forgot all the all the shoes i wanted to bring I left them in the living room. Like I never put them in my car. So the only shoes I had on were the dress shoes I had on for the wedding I was going to. So, you know, I'm looking at my bag of outfits and I'm like, man, how am I going to make this work? So, you know, I always feel like I, these weren't the right shoes for it, but there's like a vibe, like a more like mature vibe. You got like a nice shirt some jeans and then some like nice shoes like they're not like jays or anything but like there's some like solid like dress shoes so i was trying to go for that vibe with the wrong type of dress shoes so yeah i walk in and all sorts of people are like 
like actually like complimenting the shoes. Like I'm getting compliments and I'm interacting with people because of the shoes. They're like, oh my gosh, I like the, your shoes. Like they're great. And then some people are like, oh my gosh, how much do those cost? I cannot believe you're wearing them in here. I'm like, I can't either. And then I start telling them why I'm wearing it in this. It was leading to like a lot of conversation. It worked in my favor, surprisingly. Because yeah. I thought I looked ridiculous, but people were vibing yeah. with the look. So I was like, Job well done, accidentally. But Jackson, you didn't, you continue. I said, you didn't look ridiculous, but whatever you would do, that dance move that Nico's talking about where you were doing the stepping and you had those shoes on, it just looked a little, it just looked extra funny. It was just, it was just entertaining. Right. And so uh, for context with this group as well, um, one of the guys that we had gone out, are we dropping names for our group? Like if it's not embarrassing? Yeah, like, I'm not yeah, going, yeah, okay, that's okay. cool, that's cool, so, that's cool. One of the guys that we had gone out with the week before, Chris, has this habit of like when him and I are like talking, he instigates me. And I've told them this like this as well. He's kind of like the devil on the shoulder. Like I'll say like, ah, you know, maybe I should go talk to her. Maybe I shouldn't. And he'll be like, nah, do it. Why not? Go as well. And so he just kind of like he kind of gets me in that in that zone to like just go and be be on some nonsense which I normally don't do. So that kind of will explain a little bit of this perspective because there are, there are some holes. Um, but when we get to the, we get to Miranda Lambert's, right? We get up top and the, the group that we were dancing with at first, there are these two like built dudes. Uh, I don't know what one of their names was, but the other's name was Michael. And so that group of the girls that they were talking about had all kind of congregated with these three dudes. So it was like us, the three dudes, the guy who they called Lil Yachty, and a bunch of girls all in this big dance circle right in the middle of the club and i like have a distinct memory snapshot i'm not going to specify who this was because this one is a little funny right when josh is telling you about that about that moment where the girl was like oh hell no like it was it was like the lights were flashing and everything like doing like the strobe effect leading up to the beat drop the music was getting crazy loud and josh and i had made eye contact and notice what was about to happen. So we were like on the edge of our seats, you know, like anticipating this moment. Yeah, we were like, and yes, when, sir, and when it when it happened, it looked like the the looks on both of their faces and the fact that Josh, like, I don't know if it was like a sonic boom effect, but he heard it like a millisecond before I did because he was already falling away from the circle as the music dropped. Josh had his hands over his face like this and was like like 30 degree lean toward the nearest pillar to try and escape the circle as fast as possible. So then I started like joking with Josh, like basically tripping over him. And it just made it so much worse because we caused this huge scene and then the whole group group like split in the middle and just isolated those two in the center it was so bad it was awful but right after that nico joined and i had been talking the the like weekend before how i wanted nico to be there it was it was so much fun the, like having everybody there minus y'all too and i i wish y'all could have come but y'all have to come next time but after after nico joined it became this kind of like not concerted effort but like you know, let's let's try to talk to some girls. Let's try to talk to some talk to some females here, and not to, not to not to pat myself on the back. I was doing some heavy lifting for y'all. I was trying to integrate the groups a good bit. And when it when we were originally doing all of that nonsense, the at the Miranda Lambert house, it was kind of already set. Like we had this huge group and everything. But like they said at the Florida Georgia Line house, um, we ended up with this other group of girls. 
and that one that one's they they covered the events very well except for how hard the dj was selling at florida georgia linehouse because y'all glossed over that detail so hard i i'm not the kind of person to say that i have game but usually in you know is the music's good and everything's going right it's not going to be that big a deal I mean, I was having to put in work because the the lights were bright. He was playing some stupid mixes, and I was like, like I'm I'm actually having to like like put in a lot of effort to not look stupid, like like just to not look like an idiot. So mm-hmm. when they say they were selling in Florida Georgia Linehouse, that that was not that's not like a rookie mistake. That was genuinely like the DJ was playing awful music, so you had to be really funny and really off the cuff with your dance moves, and the lights were crazy bright, like genuine leds so you were you you know getting to see everybody's pores and the sweat on their skin and stuff so you had to really be on game if you were going to look good in that in that scenario so i will i will definitely back them up there but i think i think the funniest stuff was in miranda's house we all kind of like split essentially i went off with those two other guys because the three girls that we were with were kind of like a friend group um and so we were talking with them and Josh was over with Josh was over with Nico in Minnesota, and then the other guys, Chris and Junior, were kind of were kind of floating and like intermingling and stuff. And then when we were walking out of the house, just hearing everybody's experience coming together as one, and like Junior Junior giving his story and Chris giving his story, and Josh talking about Josh doing this over and over because I didn't know what he was doing because I wasn't with him and Nico when they were doing this little dance move. So whenever he's going around looking at us like, hey, we'd be like, what are you? What like what is happening? What are you? What is this? It was it was a good time. It was a really good time. <laughs> that shit was funny as hell. Because <laughs> it was like she was like she would say the dance move. She'd be like, what? You don't know what this is? And I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? She was like, oh. this. And I look at her and do it, and I would just start laughing. But then it became funny to like, I I genuinely like had fun with it. So then I started doing it on purpose, and then Nico started doing it on purpose, and then we just made it like a great time. So now nah, it was definitely pretty chill. But like, nah, it, but it was, it was a solid night. Hmm? I can't, y'all can't did Jack did you see when this nigga Josh was like ballroom dancing with that one white girl yeah. <laughs> yes I did <laughs> bring, yeah, go ahead. Up, bring it up bring it yeah, up then bring it up then I was like and her husband whoever she was with he was just like oh yeah he was just enjoying that shit no was way. Like, Josh Josh Joshua bro <laughs> There's no way. See, I thought we were I thought we were leaving the embarrassing stuff out by name, but if we gonna do it like this, we're gonna do it like this. So all all of it's coming out then, Nico. The gloves might have come off. Okay, so look, let me explain myself, right? So while we're there, while we're there, right? So like another like another girl like came in out of nowhere and she also had like a really good vibe and she was just dancing with everyone. She was just, you know, having a good time. Oh, you yeah, talking about like, that one? No, I'm talking about Miranda's. I'm talking about Miranda's. Yeah, yeah, she had like curly hair. The one I danced with. Well, I danced with two people. That's the thing. So the problem was the second person I danced with. So that was the first person, right? So like she was cool. And like she looked at me and she was like, come on, you got to do this. And I'm looking at her like, I don't dance. Like you, 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 no, you don't want this. He was, he was like, trying, on, he on. was trying his best to sell the bag before it even begun. He was trying to forfeit the <laughs> so game without like, playing. 
she um she was like okay okay we'll go on your rhythm your rhythm so like i developed like a little step from like stuff that i've seen on tv and like after a little bit we started getting fluid and it started like looking good and the problem was everyone was watching us for some reason like i swear people weren't watching earlier but they were watching us and then like right after this she was like hey gave me a hug and like we started talking a little bit like right after that bro like a 40 year old woman like came up to me and she was like we gotta dance. We gotta dance. So then she started trying to do the same thing that I just did with this other girl. And I'm just like, yo, I gotta get out of this. So then like, it's like 30 seconds that passed. And then I just hit one of the spins, brought her back, and then started laughing. So then we could break it, break it off. So I started laughing and walking away. Then she started laughing and then I was able to like escape from that situation. Let's just note but that Josh had, Josh had no issue till everyone started looking. That should be the part of the story that everyone no, needs to focus no, on. No, no, no. I should tell the slide with somebody's mama, bro. <laughs> yeah, he, he, ain't, he had no issue till no, everyone was no, watching. Look, look, look. I didn't know how to reject her. So I had to start dancing first. <laughs> No, because the problem the problem was I wasn't trying to do her like our boy got done and everybody's just watching and it's like damn bro like so I wasn't trying to do her like this so I was like okay let me start dancing so I was just waiting for the moment that I could stop so once I found that moment I was like bet and then I stopped but by that time they were just already on my case and I'm like look bro you don't understand I was set up I couldn't escape the situation I'm trying to explain myself and they don't care so it's just like oh, that, yeah that, you reminded happened. me of one too Josh when we were oh, when I was with those two those two like light-skinned guys the the girls that we were like the friend group that we were dancing with they were like these three white girls and they had a fourth friend who's just like do you remember the redhead Josh Josh and Nico do you remember her yeah, yeah, yeah. She was the fourth part of their group, and they're from Kansas City, and they're cool. They're cool folks. But I, for some reason, like at one point, the one of those guys, like one of the light skinned guys, his name was Michael, and my name's Jackson. So they had this, they got a kick out of Michael and Jackson being in the. It was like ah ha ha hilarious. And so we just, we were just. It was one of those things where like they said it, and we looked at each other like. <laughs> like I guess it's funny. I don't know. And so, but but he and I were like chit chatting, you know for a little bit we were we were getting we were like having a fun conversation and i remember at one point he was like he was like hey bro uh, like i mess with you you're cool i was like yeah yeah yeah." and so we dapped each other up and when we did it all three of them were like what was that and i just remember looking at him and being like what and the redhead came over with her phone in my face and goes do that again and i was like do what again and she was like she stuck her hand out and i was like so so her phone's in my face and I, I'm like trying to go over her friend, mind you. Like there's a, a whole person between us during this conversation. And so like I'm trying to teach her. I'm like, no, no, like she's she's drunk too. So I'm trying to teach her. I'm like, listen, 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 like, li like listen. If you're going to do this, it's super simple. Just uh, 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 you're good. That's and when I tell you, Josh, it. Georgia line, bro. No, nah, this was at Miranda Lambert's. <laughs> don't be, don't slander Florida Miranda Georgia Lambert, line yet. <laughs> and Josh. I don't think Joshua Miranda and Nico Lambert, saw this because they were. Huh? I said Miranda Lambert. You don't know what a dap is, bro. Yeah, exactly. She had never, she had legitimately never seen it, and so she was like, she was like, teach me how to do it. Girls build different, bro. They don't know what a dap is. That's crazy. Bro, it was, it was so funny. So me and this guy were like, we were, we were laughing so hard because it took her a bunch of tries to figure it out, and I was like, no, dude, like literally like this. So then all the girls started like practicing dapping each other up, and they were just messing it up. This dude Michael and I were just looking each other like, like I'm not gonna say 
anything, but like, this is awful. <laughs> this is genuinely painful. And I remember I couldn't get y'all's attention because I didn't want to like leave and like dip from that scenario because it was funny. But I also wanted to like get y'all's attention. And I can't remember what you were doing at the time, Josh, but y'all had like, we had kind of peeled from the circle a little bit. So it was originally one big circle. And then we three were kind of in a circle and they were in a bigger one. And I think it was, I think it was Junior was in the middle doing some nonsense, doing, going hard, you know, and the whole crowd was hyping him up. So I couldn't get any of their attention. I wish I had y'all for that. Cause the rest of the night, she would just randomly come up to me with her phone in my face and just be like, just be like, with her hand out, I'd be like, all right, so I'd tap her up. Oh, and she'd like giggle and run away. It was, it was ridiculous. I don't know. There was a point in time where I had split off on myself and I was just dancing with like just random people. And yeah. so there was, Eventually, I ended up somehow making it on, like, one of the little podium things. And like, yeah, and, yeah, I remember that. And this dude gave me his cowboy hat. He was like, I'll fucks with you. And he gave me his hat. So I just started dancing with his hat, bro. Dancing with his hat. So I don't know. It might have been during that time, bro. What, was, what color cowboy hat was it? Bro, it was, like, beige or, like, mm. tan or some shit like that. I don't know. Who, I started, like, spinning it. Was it a white guy who gave it to you? Yeah, it was. No, I thought it was, like... Is it, it was like, like I thought it was like a yeah. Asian it was like a, dude. It was like a big white dude. He was a big white. Dude. Oh, okay, I know who you're talking about. I think mean, I think I remember who you're talking about. I was just trying to place who it was when we were yeah. in the club. No, it was. It probably was during that time when I was just doing my own thing. Yeah, I was having trouble finding everybody, man. We all got we all got split up at at one point or another. I lost Chris for the better part of that night when we were in Miranda Lambert. I didn't see him. He was out. Oh, no, he was out I doing saw his. Chris. He was always Chris had his own story going on. Yeah, he Chris Chris sold. <laughs> Chris yeah. sold once, so then he just got his he got his feelings hurt. <laughs> no, that boy Chris I'm, had. I'm roasting y'all, y'all talked about me. That boy Chris had a layup, bro. Now that one, that's inexcusable. I had like a good free throw. He had a layup. So we both, well, we both. Oh, you we gonna both, do him like this? Hey, you had a layup. And he had a reverse, bro. That's the. That's the nah, or, no, nah, you had a reverse nah, and he had nah, the layup, bro. That's the. Nah, Josh, you had a layup. Josh, you had a layup too, bro. You, you had a layup. Too. Bro, Josh, I even Josh. like switched spots with you, bro. You had a layup, I, Josh. I like moved out the way and put you where I was. Nah, you know what? I'm before they even say anything. Before before I they even say anything, I'm gonna say this to to both of y'all's credit. These are just two respectable gentlemen who don't want to do anything to make somebody else uncomfortable, and that is very much in their credit. They don't want to go out and make someone feel really weird about themselves or make them you know make them feel uncomfortable in a public space. They're just considerate guys. So when we say Josh is selling, it's not like it's not some negative thing like oh my goodness gracious you're such a like garbage person it's more that like his his intent to be respectful is overpowering his confidence to just go and talk to someone under the assumption that they're gonna like him and so like i just want that out there while we're talking on the subject of selling it's not really selling it's more just letting that letting that no 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 no. it's it's, y'all see that's the thing is y'all y'all say you sold but in all honesty you have to go out on a limb to a degree and like i said at the beginning having chris there just means i'm gonna do it because he's just sitting there in my ear just like yeah yeah you're you're a bitch you should go i'm just like all right what yeah you know what watch this and then i'm gonna do it No, Chris. Chris is Chris is like Chris is fun. I like going out with Chris. He he puts no, me on demon time. Chris, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, he puts me on demon time. But Josh and Nico, when they talk about selling, it's really just because they're considerate. They're just considerate dudes. Yeah. Nay, um, after y'all heard our um, Saturday spill, what did y'all what do y'all think of the matter? 
Yeah, y'all niggas are funny. I mean, <laughs> there is some, there is some white girl out there in Minnesota with a video of Josh on her phone. Like, man, I was trying to talk to this dude all night, and all he, he Quavo just kept rejecting me. <laughs> Quavo didn't give me a Snapchat. <laughs> fa- honestly, I didn't want to bring it back up, but the fact that y'all went to a bar, I don't remember if it's the same one or not, and some females didn't know what a handshake was, makes it even more realistic that they thought you were Quavo. <laughs> No, they no. I, I'm like pretty serious. I think I think you could have 60 40 them that you were Quavo. Like I think if you had said like, oh yeah, you know me, and they just rolled with it, I'm you could have 60 40. I'm pretty sure. You good, man. Some ad libs in the middle of the songs. Yeah. I'll say. Uh, I guess my my response or my reaction is, I'll say it like this. You know, I don't go to bars too often. Bars are interesting. But the thing about a bar is that. There are really no consequences because you'll literally never see that person again, to be honest. Thanks. So you really like, like when you was talking about Chris being on a certain timing, I've made a lot of stupid decisions <laughs> in a bar on that same type of thing. So it's never like a bad thing same to here. be too cautious, but I think y'all are probably just overthinking a lot of the situations, to be honest. Nah. Most of the time, it's like, dudes, bro. it's like you're just dancing with some random person you met. They're not going to give a fuck who you are the next day, the next week, bro. So it's like. Not Unless you do some like wild what? shit, the wild shit that's we don't fuck with that here nah, on the podcast. Yeah. But just in nah, general, the you problem know. was it hit me when we were walking back to the car. I literally was like, "Wow!" Like it, that's that that statement that you just said, Nate, hit me when we were walking back. I was like, "Wait, I'm never seeing this person again." Why did I just not? I was so disappointed. That's why people like bars so much is they can go and get drunk without any consequences, which is a terrible decision. That's why I really don't fuck with bars like that too often. <laughs> yep, but. Because then <laughs> liquor starts. Not just do it people. sober, bro. Yeah, mm. then then it's boring and it's just cringy. <laughs> you know? So. Nah. <laughs> nah, Nico and I had that exact same conversation walking out of the Florida Georgia, Florida Georgia line house. Yeah. That exact same <laughs> conversation. It's it's one of those things where like as a as a function of advice, you're absolutely right, Nate. Like I wouldn't ever tell anyone like, yeah, go get drunk and test your confidence in a bar go see like what you're capable of in quotes you know that's not it's not something i would ever recommend but if you're gonna be there like if you're already gonna be in that place that's already what you've decided to do and you feel like you want to you know let's just even just use the phrase spit game right like you would just want to go talk to women see if you can like flirt with them dance with them that kind of thing whatever happens the whole like premise of going to a bar for that purpose is that they're there because it's fun, they can be with their friends, and they can meet guys who are going to come up and talk to them. And you're there because it's fun, you can be with your friends, and you can go up and talk to girls. Maybe it happens in the reverse order, but you're all essentially there for the same thing. The only thing that's going to differentiate whether or not they want to talk to you is whether or not they like the way you look, the way you talk. (laughs) That's pretty much it. So if you go up, you have two variables to contend with. One of them you can't really control other than how you dress and your hair and all that good stuff. The other you do control. And so if you just go up and present yourself exactly as you are, odds are eventually it might work. And if it doesn't, you can feel free to change whatever variables you want to change. You don't. You might not want to go in there with those lemon pepper steppers like Josh had on, but it's it's you know it's, it, to each their own. And so if you if you're gonna if you're gonna do it then understand that you never should push the boundary of someone else's like space or someone else's willingness to interact with you. That isn't a, like, it's not an automatic guarantee, but having the confidence to approach someone just like, just like Nico and I were talking about, like, or actually this was junior and I were talking about the whole, the whole premise is if you're going to go up and talk to somebody, the easiest way to do it is literally just to go up and be like, Hey, 
I'm Jackson. Nice to meet you. What's your name? Like there's, there's no magic like line or like, you don't have to be sneaky, which I really, I really want to talk about that first time, Josh, that first time we were in Nashville. Cause Oh my Lord, that was funny, but <laughs> you don't have to be sneaky and try to like wait for the right part of the music and then slide in behind some girl. Like when she's not paying attention, like a, like an assassin style kill. This, don't endorse that on the, uh, it's not what you do. Like that's not what you do. You just literally go up and say, hi, introduce yourself and the whole problem resolves itself and you know it to the end like at the end of the day this included this is the final thing i wanted to say at the end of the day if you go down to a bar and you dance with four dozen girls and they're all absolute perfect tens or whatever or if you go to a bar and you just hang out with your friends the whole time and you don't dance with a single girl or anything like that the only thing that will make your experience is whether or not you understand what you're there for. If you're the kind of person that wants to be there to dance with women or to be with women in some capacity, if that is your only goal, why are you going with friends? You're just there because you, essentially your goal is to ditch your friends. Not that it won't be fun if you can't get anything, but you're going to spend the whole night with a group of people that aren't what you're looking for. So if your only goal is to go get women, go out and do your thing. And that is your that is a choice that you can make. I don't recommend it in any capacity, but it's there. But if you're the kind of person who just wants to go out and have fun, understand that that fun isn't necessarily with the other gender. It's not necessarily something that you have to get by getting someone. You can go out and do what we did like the first time or honestly last time and just force like just make a dance circle. Just walk in the middle of a big club and push everyone out the sides and then have a bunch of dudes come in and start doing goofy dance moves and then everyone has fun. And that that is equally as validating as experience as going out and being the biggest player that ever was. And no one will look at you and give you more respect for being either type of person because at the end of the day everyone's there to have fun. I said a lot of times at the end of the day, if you're just having fun with the homies, that shit will happen anyways. That's a that's yeah, another joke. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they gonna see you turning up and having a good time. They can be like, "Ooh, what's he on?" Let me hop in the you know, quick. Trying to force himself on me right now? Who is this? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just refreshing. That's fact. That's literally what happened to us. Yep. That night. Yeah, that night. So, but don't get me wrong. Yeah. Josh still sold. No, yeah, that was that was, that was happening. I still sold. That all everything was working in my favor, and I somehow still sold. That's what's crazy. Bro, you could have got you a babe and a sugar mama, bro, and then life would have been great. Oh my god! Oh my god. My, my, Josh turned into the avatar, bro. He said, he "I have acquired the... earth, wind, <laughs> fire." Water and that nigga disappeared, bro. <laughs> he, was, he had the he had the thousand years of uh, salesman past. You know that blue state he goes into where he gets talked to by all the old avatars. It was just all the dudes who sold oh, in that club before said, him, bro. telling Josh, "Nah, you shouldn't talk to her right now, bro." And he sees them all fresh and shit, and then they sell the bag, and they're like, "Now you are one of us." <laughs> no, no. You are now officially a salesman, Josh. And uh, bro, instead of an arrow, bro, a big blue L is going to sit on the floor. Got an L on his head. Hell no. He got a bag under his eye, bro. That's when the it's time to go part. to the next bar. <laughs> yeah. The best part of it was that that Josh was we were Josh was joking on Nico a little bit when he but like when we were having this conversation the night he's like ah Nico you sold and then in the middle of that he was like wait I sold and we were like yeah you, you did sold. sell 
<laughs> so then, and we had a good conversation about everybody selling. Yeah, next time I'm not selling, guys. I'm yeah. gonna be you already hear first. Nico's got to be on light skin activities with me. That's what I was saying. I need him to. I need him to no. misbehave. Well, see, like... Nico's problem is he's always on the sad light skin activity. You need to be on that. <laughs> that yeah. I need, on that I need Nico to be on demon activity. time with me, bro. <laughs> Yeah, you need to go from Marvin's room to Poppy's home. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Way too sexy, bro. <laughs> Dude, that song came on and I was getting lit. And Josh, bro, was, hate this hey, bro. that shit was hard, bro. Yeah, that shit was I hard. Had to get lit like, because everyone else is getting lit. I couldn't just be me and be like, "This song is trash." I had to ignore the fact that I thought the song was trash. It still turned up. No, but and look, I did. bro. You can't take away from the fact that that song got some very good turn up value to it. Like, they play that shit club. Look, okay, look. Honestly, a friend of mine gave me perspective on that song today that kind of like changed the way I look at it. So he was like, "Think about it, bro. All these, he was like, all these girls got all these songs. They, you know, what I'm saying, they empower them, make them feel good. He was like, way too sexy is the first Boy, song to make a guy feel good about himself. He said, you got a big nigga with a stomach. He gonna play way too sexy. He gonna be rocking that stomach." He said, you feel me, like, all, you know what I'm saying? It's something that, like, makes us, you know, it's something to feel good to. Like, I agree. 100%. But I was like, you I know agree. what? That's a good point of view. And I was like, it makes sense. Because, like, if you looked at the music video, like, he was saying the shit with no matter, like, it was, he had all types of different vibes going. And honestly, I told him he looked way too deep into that shit. But I was like, it's still bro, a good point of So view, you're bro. telling so, me way too sexy <laughs> is the Bodak Yellow for niggas, bro. Yeah, it's the it's the wap it's the uh all the megan songs it's all of them in one that's crazy yeah. i stand by it I, I think nico's i think nico's on facts right now Fact, bro i mean if you think about it it's true I mean, I'm telling you, it came on in the club, and y'all were making fun of me for this, Josh and Nico, but it came on in the club, and I put both hands behind my back. <laughs> I was looking at them like, yeah. Josh was, Josh was, <laughs> Josh was so mad at me. He was like, put your, he was like, get your hands back out of there. <laughs> I, because what he was doing while he had his hands behind, that's what had me dying. But I'm not going to talk about it. You can if you'd like. Nah, I'm just, chilling, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a different story. Hey, Minnesota knows. She nah, said, Kansas City knows. Kansas City knows. My bad. My bad. My bad. It's the binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that just, that dance move looked so goofy because I couldn't see the girl because she was facing Josh and Josh was facing me. So I couldn't see her doing this. So it looked like he just kept doing that to her every three seconds. Like he just looked this girl in the eyes and go, some googly eye thing and hit the wall or something. So I just keep looking at oh, over. Oh, hell no. Was... <laughs> no, Josh was drilling <laughs> that. Whoa, bro. Josh, uh, no, Josh should go up there and uh, shoot uh, the arrow uh, in there. No, I was killing it. it. But then I... Go ahead. I was gonna say, I remember that Geico commercial with the money with the money bills with the googly eyes on it, bro. And he'd always be popping up. That was Josh, bro. Googly eyes. Oh, <laughs> I integrated it into dance moves, bro. I, I thought it was it was clean if you understood what the move was, but from anyone else that was probably staring at me, I Josh means it like, was clean to that to that girl <laughs> specifically, just to that girl. Nah, bro. One thing I learned though, if you go to the club and you make up an ugly ass dance move and make it look good, they gonna do it with you, bro. Yeah. It don't matter what it is. If it look good, they gonna do it. And that's something about the <laughs> You just gotta go with the beat, bro. 
But we we gonna say that for another episode. <laughs> nah, bro, it's crazy. Hell no. Nah. Right. You're not gonna That's make me look you. like that type of bastard on right, the podcast. Going down, I'm not gonna lie though. Going downtown though, it actually did bring my confidence up a lot, bro. Because I was exactly. Like, I said, damn. No, I'm telling you, bro. You had women. You had women on your. You had women on your line. All you had to do was finish. You gotta think about the difference. Is that damn? This is lucky content too, but it's like no, 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 no. Record it, record it, record it, record it. Record it. I mean, yeah, I just throw it in there. Whatever. No, I mean, I'm still recording. I didn't stop recording. On the slick though, bro. On the slick though, bro. What Jackson said really stuck with me, bro. It's like you go down there, but they don't even know what a dap is, bro. No, like you literally like. Of all the things that I said, of all the things that I said, that whole three-minute spiel about, like, confidence and being the person that you want to be, the thing that stuck with you was the girl not knowing what a tap was. I'll say it like this. This is my... my, No, 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 let him go. I don't know what I would do if, like, I reached out, because that's my automatic response, bro. Like, when I reach my hand out, I'm not trying to shake your hand. I'm trying to get you with a... I'm trying to dab. Yeah, up. So, like, I don't know what I'd do if, like, the situation came up where I was trying to dap them up or something, or, or if I was in your situation, bro, I would have laughed in their faces, and they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have talked to me no more, bro. Oh, no, no, I, no, would, no. I, like, I thought about the same thing. You're, you're, no, no, see, here's the thing, bro. That guy, Michael, and I were laughing. It's just, we were, at this point, we were a good 30, 40 minutes into having been dancing together, so it didn't really matter what we did at that point. Like, that was kind of one of those, like, eh, you know. Even if I literally was, like, being mean, it probably wouldn't, it probably wouldn't matter. Yeah. Josh is giggling, but I mean, it's the it's the honest truth. That guy was cool though. He was a great dancer. That dude nah, with the nah, white, that was, Michael guy. Yeah, he was white, clean. White he Yachty was clean. Yeah, oh dead. my lord. Yeah. Like I love going in dance circles, but whenever he was pulling up, I was like, keep me out. <laughs> I don't want to compete with this man. Like, then they would try to bring you in. They would point at me, and I'm like, I'm not going after that. Okay, that was my fault. I'm I'm gonna take full credit. Anytime Josh is there, he always stands on the side and doesn't participate unless I can get women to point at him. So I just go around bro, and be like, "Hey, get him up. in here." Nah, bro, I got fucked up, bro. They were doing their dance circle shit, and somehow some niggas hat landed on my head, and everybody was looking at me, bro. So I went in the circle. I went in the circle and slipped. So I fucked up my whole dance, bro. <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit!" I just walked out the circle, bro. This nigga said, hey, man, I wouldn't have let you fall, bro. I got your back. I was like, it's okay, bro. Here's your hat. <laughs> it was crazy, bro. I was like, damn, this is why I don't dance, bro. Also, did, did they play uh, the Bobby Smyrna song, or did everyone just start doing that dance? Because we were just doing it. Yeah, I think because I remember I looked over and everyone was in there. I was like, what is going on? Like, this is not, I didn't know we were in this dance. It was fun, though. I was oh, just curious. I couldn't remember yeah. if they played that song. I remember now. This is what I was about to say, yeah. and then we can move on to the next topic. But I said the thing about a bar is why you feel so much confidence is because every day, you know, whether you're in school or just at work or some shit, you're in a situation where not everybody is looking for another person to talk to or trying to, like, enjoy themselves. But when you're in a bar or, like, in a club in that situation, you're surrounded by people who are actually invested in trying to find somebody to, like, link with in that night. So that's why, like... You get used to, you know, yeah. getting rejected all the time and shit when you're, like, in a normal life. But then when you actually get surrounded by people who actually are looking for people to talk to, it seems, like, a lot easier. You feel what I'm saying? So, and that liquid courage. Oh, yeah. And that's, uh, a, drink that's a good perspective. Shit. That's a good perspective, mate, because that's facts, bro. 
I mean, you're not going to go to a bar to, like, sit by yourself, you feel me? You're going to want to go and have a good time. Like, I'm not going to go to a fucking bar and just be like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm going to try to find someone to talk to, bro. Like, that's that's facts. That's straight facts. Yeah. yeah. You got, any, got anything yeah. else for us today, Josh? Yeah, uh, low-key, it depends, because this, this could be long, so this could be safe, but what I wanted to ask, because me and Zay had talked about this a couple weeks ago, and we had different answers on it, so I was like, huh, interesting. I think I know what you're talking about. Okay, so um, the question I wanted to ask is, should you still be friends with your ex? Why or why? Oh, it's... It's okay. Okay, so I'm just gonna go first because my view on it still has not changed, bro. No, I would not be friends with my ex. Um, just because me personally, I just don't see why. Like, it just it doesn't click to me why. Like, sure, it's sad, you know, but like, you know, um, we we tried it and it didn't work out. You know, that's just what it is. At the end of the day. So why else would I need you in my life? We didn't work out. So you can go about your business and go move on to the next one. And I'm going to do the same. Like, there's just no reason. And I think he threw in like a screwdriver. He was like, well, what if it's like a family friend or something? And I honestly, my answer still didn't change necessarily. I wouldn't be her friend. Even still, we wouldn't be friends. But it wouldn't be awkward if we were both in the same place, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be weird. Like, I would talk to her if if the situation came about. Like, if we were in a group setting, let's say we have the same friends, um, we date, we break up, I'm not going to be her friend. No social media, don't text me, none of that, bro. But when we're in a group setting and they're like, you know, and let's say I have to direct part of the conversation at her, I would just be like, okay, yeah. Uh, you know, and while we're having the conversation, it would just be chilling. But, uh, I mean, after that, like, I wouldn't be her friend. And that's just, that's just me, though. For me, Zay, I agree, bro. I mean, it's like, I feel like and when, it, when it comes to, like, the whole being friends with your ex thing, it's like, it depends on how y'all broke up. You feel me? Oh, and it also depends on, like, how y'all got started. Like, for example, there could be a situation where you're good friends with a female. You know, y'all y'all hitting it off. Y'all were cool before, and then y'all realize, like, hey, maybe we want to take it to a next step. Y'all date, you know, and then eventually, you know, things probably don't work out. And it's like, if y'all were cool enough before then, it's like y'all can somehow make it work to be cool without. Because it's like, things only get awkward, you know, if you make it awkward. So if, like, if both parties, you know, are being normal about it, then it's, it's going to be normal, you feel me? But I feel like if, Y'all had, like, if there was, like, a bad breakup or, you know, there was tension behind or obviously you still have feelings for that person, you shouldn't be friends with that person because if you still have those feelings, then that friendship is just going to become complicated because let's say, for example, you're friends with that girl or you're friends with that dude and you see them with someone else, those feelings are going to come back. You're going to realize how much you like that person and then that's going to cause tension between them, their relationship. You're going to be around, try to hang with them more, you know, do slick shit, shit like that. It's going to fuck it up. So I feel like, I don't know, and maybe maybe that's just certain situations, but I just, I don't know. Like, me personally, I think I would rather avoid being friends with my ex 
but I mean, at the same time, I mean, if we're good, if we were good friends and they're cool people, and like we end up breaking up on like equal terms, it's possible. But overall, nah, y'all should y'all should avoid that shit because complications are real. You feel me? So that's just me. I agree a hundred percent with those two, and it's mainly I think I think Zay, you hit it on the head. Uh, not that I disagree with you, Nico, but Zay really defined what I think when people say like, "Oh, my ex and I are friends." No, no, no. You should you should most of the time, not always. If something happens, there are always circumstances. But you should be friendly with your exes. There's no point to take someone in your life who mattered to you and to cast them aside like they're dirt, unless they did something that deserves it, right? Like there are exceptions, there are situations where that's the case. But friendliness is a good. It's like a good de facto. It's a good default. Someone that you care about and that cared about you, you probably shouldn't turn your back on them entirely. But to be friends is like you get, you text each other, you know, a lot or you're on Snapchat together and you have like these long conversations like friends do or things like that. Or you interact independently of a group like just you two. And that's generally a bad idea. Like, not that, once again, there are exceptions to every rule, so I would be lying if I said, like, oh, you can't. Like, you absolutely can. But just like Nico said, there are always going to be complications. Once you breach that line with somebody, you're never going to see them in the way that they were before entirely. You can get close, but there will always be a component of your memory of that person that has a deeper meaning, a deeper context. And it only takes one of you to be feeling lonely while the other's feeling, you know, happy or doing well to mess up what you just tried to rebuild and to make it even worse. So the advice that I have is always be friendly to your exes. Like there's no point in, once again, unless they do like some really loud stuff, be friendly to your exes because there's no sense in turning your back on someone who mattered to you. But Keep them off your socials. Keep them out of your phone. There's no reason to be with them consistently because all you're going to do is hurt one of you two. And if you still feel like that person, if, if you want to disregard all that advice that the three of us just gave and say, no, like that's you're wrong. They're just important enough to me that I want them still in my life. They shouldn't be your ex. That's that's someone you should be pursuing. And if they are because they chose to leave, that's tough luck. That's still a fight you have to take. But you didn't just describe an ex. You describe someone you're interested in. So if that's your perspective, if you hear those words and you're like, no, I still want to talk to them. I still want to be with them. It's probably because they shouldn't be your ex. Yeah, I agree. Basically, you're you're good. You're straight. You're straight. But uh, I agree basically with everybody said. I think it boils down to, which I talked a little bit on the the marriage podcast we talked about. But I'm a firm believer in that once you love somebody and you fully invest in them, there's no way for you to ever cut just that feeling of love off instantly. So like, say you... Or in this person, you're in this relationship for however many months or however many years. You've invested all this time. You've learned so much about this person. And you've like made yourself vulnerable for them. There's no way you'll ever be to be able to stop loving them, basically. And I say that about, you know, whether it's a girlfriend. Even some of my homies I've had who I've had to cut off in the past. Like, once you invest into somebody like that, you're always going to have some ounce of caring about them. But it takes a certain level of maturity to realize that the best way for them to grow and for you to actually love the person they're becoming is for you, you to keep that space separate. You feel what I'm saying? So... Even when there's like, I don't think you can really become friends, especially like recently out of a relationship, because that's just going to mess up the way you're growing out the out of the path that kind of caused y'all to, you know, split apart. Right. So say there was some reason that y'all didn't click or there's something y'all couldn't agree on or just basically y'all didn't think it would work out in the long run to where y'all ended up separating. You feel what I'm saying? But 
that wasn't really just for always a negative thing. A lot of the times when, you know, you get out of these relationships and so the other person can grow and improve to a point to where you could see them as, you know, a better person, a better thing. But that doesn't always involve you in the picture. So I feel like if you really love somebody and you really, you know, invested yourself in somebody, you should be mature enough to be able to see that they don't really need you in their life to be actually to find out who they really need to be eventually. So I think you definitely should be cordial. I don't think you should, you know, instantly cut off because that is someone you really care about whether you like to believe it or not, you know, even if they do do something crazy to you at the end, which is cause you break up, there was some point in your life where that was probably one of the most important people to you. You feel what I'm saying? You should still, you know, check up on them, you know, every once in a while. Not like, you know, some niggas break up with a girl and text them every other week. Don't do that. A future shit. quote. <laughs> but, you know, make sure, you know, if you see the struggle, you can, you know, shoot them a text or whatever, but at the end of the day, you got to give them the time to actually find themselves and fix those things that y'all had the problem with in the relationship. So I don't think you can be friends for, you know, the same type of way that you were before with someone you broke up with. Agreed. Yeah, don't send those. Halloween season got me thinking about candy, and I just remember how sweet you treated me. Tell your mama I said hi. None of that. Oh, That's no. not how you check up on somebody. Criminal, <laughs> bro. Hey, that shit was hard. That shit was hard. He said, "Take notes." Hey, bro. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. That's what I'm talking about, Nico. I know you got that game in you. You just gotta go in the bar and spit it. He said, "You know that girl you just matched with? Send that to her. Don't send that to yeah. you." <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. I just don't be caring. Oh, I know. I'm Only with certain you. girls, I'd be like, "I gotta talk to him, bro." I swear, I don't know. I don't know, bro. It's hard to find like that's that. That wow factor. That true love. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Josh just went all Disney on us. I just had the ding at the end. All right, go ahead, Josh. Nah, you that's, um, you guys really summed it up. When I was talking to Zay, I was leaning more towards what I think Nico was the closest to what I said. I thought I just find it completely situational based. I think that each situation varies, but I do think that like there are certain situations that there's just no way that like after what concurred happened, that friends should be in the picture. Like if it is, you have a problem and you need to get that addressed like ASAP. But other than that, I think that there's, like, levels to it. So, like, Nate said, like, sometimes, because, like, you cared about that person to a extreme extent, like, whether, like, what I told, like, what I told Zay, um, let's say if you were best friends or family friends before, like, in my head, there's no way to, like, cut that relationship to just only when I see them. Depending, like, I don't know, but that's also based off of, like, my upbringing and, like, the way that I view it, so I also feel like that can also look different for everyone else, but, like, the way that I see it, no, but other than that, I agree, everyone has pretty much said the same thing, that, like, they mess, they mess you up, bro, you know, it's done, no friends, you see them cordial, as it should be, and you keep it pushing, and you keep improving, they keep improving, and y'all reach y'all angles. So, um, nah, I think I think that sums it up. But we got some good perspectives. But that's um, that's about all I had based on yeah. the time. I was, gonna, a, I was gonna say, a, can I have ahead. one more thing right at the end? And this is just this is just a personal thing. I'm not sure. I don't mm-hmm. think everyone will agree with me on this. But like the last thing that you just said, 
you improve and they improve. And I think it's something that's important to remember is that even if someone hurts you, it's not that you should wish on their downfall. Like, you can. I'm not going to tell you you can't. But understand that people make mistakes. Life is a journey for everybody. And part of your journey and that person's journey is now the decision that one of the two of you made, or maybe both of you made together. And so preying on their downfall isn't going to bring either of you. It might bring you momentary joy, but it's not going to bring you any happiness that you would get from, or that you wouldn't get from wishing them to well, like to do the same essentially that you would wish for yourself. So... I just wanted to tag that on at the end because you're, you know, everyone's absolutely right. But, you know, we're saying yeah, don't hey, be. Hold up, we finna have to extend this. I was about to say because <laughs> this man started spitting for a second. What he said, bro, I fuck with that heavy, bro. I fuck with that heavy. Because here's my thing: I'm a big believer in that. Like, when you focus on the negative, um, just gonna get negative. Yeah. So I'll say it like this too. So if you're um, just focusing on their downfall, if you're just focusing on their downfall, you're just focusing on negatives. Yeah, exactly. Hey, were you doing okay. my shit? Actually, <laughs> I was oh, yeah. you were done or not? You were like, it was freezing we, at the we perfect could hear what time. You were, so yeah, like, we could hear you though today. We heard what nah, you said. Yeah, yeah, he was phasing through the mentions, bro. Boy, was. <laughs> <laughs> he was saying, I really just agree with that because that's a great point. And I'm like, oh, yeah. And then immediately it would cut back in. <laughs> yeah. But no, nah, I definitely agree with that because I, I feel like at the end of the day, all that bitterness and hate in your heart. If nothing else, even though you really, this person might have really hurt you or really does something just dastardly to you, that's going to stop you from moving on to anything else in your life. And the next relationship you see, dastardly. Yes, sir. I said it and I mean it because some shit can dastardly. be explained. Hey, dastardly. Hey, some of these females be out here doing some professor hey, But Some Doug <laughs> Dimodome type vocabulary coming out with the word dastardly. Hey, sometimes some of this stuff, some of these people in these relationships, men and women included, are just ridiculous but that's a whole nother episode but i'll basically say with you holding all that hate in your heart and you holding all that resentment for that person the reason you broke up in the first place is so that you could continue on with your life and you can continue pursuing your goals and pursuing yourself and give them the time to fix whatever that problem was that stopped that relationship so even if you do kind of resent that person that'll stop all the progress and even the reason that y'all broke up in the first place you feel what i'm saying you won't be able to grow anytime you meet a new person you'll just be thinking about oh what if she's gonna do this or girls ain't shit because this girl did this shit to me, hold so up, I don't feel like I'll do this. Dude, we are on big so, facts right now. That's bro, why I, I hate when people say that, bro. Because it's terrible. That's that, the whole reason you break up to begin with. That is literally the problem up, with bro. our society today. It is absolutely no, ridiculous. It's literally ridiculous how much baggage people will just bring in from past relationships and continue to mess up other people's relationships it is wild how you can sit there and think about how wrong someone did you and then all you can do is the next person that's trying to get you right and they just need a chance you automatically set them to a standard that they shouldn't be set to everyone deserves the same chance to get what they want like what they deserve in a relationship and the fact that you're limiting them is only a detriment to yourself and then you're going to be going through your life wondering why, why, why? Why do all women hate me? Why are women not shit? Why are men not shit? That's where these phrases come from. It's because they go through one relationship 
and then they use it to base all of their other relationships. So then they start setting these standards for each relationship. And then once it doesn't reach past this ridiculous frame, then they start spreading that toxicity, that negativity towards them. And then you, and then it's like they join a union, they join a cult. And then all these people just start popping up left and right and start having the same type of energy. And it just spreads and spreads. Well, really, if all we did was improve, because I bet even if you were perfect in a relationship, which nobody's perfect, there is something for you to improve in. There is. Thanks. There is a learning experience in there. So please, please do some self-reflection. It matters. Reflect, improve, and grow. Boy, come on, go ahead, Jackson. What you got? Yeah, uh, Nico, Nico, you go. You go first, and I'll go after. I'll hold my hand up so I can remember what I, I think was Zay saying. got you something go. too again, right? Yeah. Nah, pretty much, man. I was just gonna say, y'all gotta leave that baggage shit at home. Now look, mm-hmm. everybody, everybody got baggage, bro. Everybody has been through some shit. Everybody, look, everybody's been dealt with different cards in their life. Everybody has to go about different shit different ways. But that baggage shit, you got to leave that shit at home because the the person, that new person you're meeting with and that you're going to be with and shit like that has nothing to do with that. And so when you bring that in and you bring that negative shit that's with you and put that on someone else, it becomes their burden as well. And it's like people don't understand that relationships are supposed to be extensions of one's happiness. You feel me? You're not supposed to use a relationship to fuel your happiness. You're supposed to be happy all yourself. And then, you know what I'm saying, bring someone in that, and, you know, y'all be happy together. So it's like when you bring all that baggage, all that negative shit with you, it's, it's hard to, you know, have that, you know, happy, you know, field of whatever the fuck, is, you know what I'm saying, that happy energy in y'all's relationship because it's like that negative shit's always going to be there. You feel me? So I think it really comes down to people dealing with their own, with dealing with their issues and solving their own problems before, you know, heading into that shit. You feel me? So. Yes. All right. Brief spiel. I have three three short little like words I want to clear like to talk about in relation to this. Generality slash generalization, entitlement, and red flags. Mm. The third one I have a very specific point about. Josh and I agree with what everyone has said so far. Using baggage to justify your generalizations of people is root logic base, a dumb idea. It's essentially prejudice, but you're allowing groupthink or an echo chamber to tell you that it's correct. Regardless of whether or not you are accurate on your prejudice does not change the fact that you judged on your own cognition without taking into account the other person. And there's a difference between prejudice and actual like logical thinking. If you can reasonably tell that someone's gonna do something to you, you should probably avoid them, right? That's not prejudice. But for you to go in with this understanding or this preconception that people are going to do something to you because they belong to a certain group or maybe act a certain specific way that isn't you know, directly insinuating that they're gonna hurt you, that's prejudice and to a degree you might be harming yourself. Secondly, entitlement. And this is a very specific point that I want to make, and I want to make sure that I'm absolutely clear. Everybody deserves to be happy, but the, nobody owes you your happiness. Mm. Everyone deserves mm. to have somebody, but nobody owes you themselves. Mm. So for you to come in and say, oh, my partner needs to be this, 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 and that, understand that that is something you do deserve, but nobody owes it to you. 
So if they are that person, celebrate that you got what you deserve. But if they aren't that person, you have to understand that life comes in stages and you can hope to work somebody to be the best them that they can be and hopefully fulfill all of your needs. But for you to go in advance and say you are unqualified, you are unworthy because you aren't this is essentially to say that you yourself are worthy and deserving of all of those things on your root merit. And if you are, you better have a rap sheet that parallels right to it. If you're going to come out and put physical and monetary and intellectual demands on your partner, you better be able to at least meet similar demands for what they might consider. You cannot be both deserving and worthy without having qualities within yourself that are inherently deserving and worthy. And so this comes to my point about red flags, because people love to use that phrase. And red flags exist. Do not get me wrong. Do not get my words crossed up. They absolutely exist. But in a relationship between two people, a lot of times I feel like boundaries are misconstrued like, as red flags. And a great example for our generation and our culture was the whole OnlyFans debacle. In my opinion, it is ridiculous to tell somebody that, say, in a relationship between a man and a woman, right, the woman wants to make an OnlyFans and the man says he doesn't want her to. A lot of people would consider that a red flag. In my opinion, that's a boundary. Regardless for what your take on that boundary is, the man is expressing that he is uncomfortable with that situation. If you think that's inoperable, if you think that's relationship breaking, if that's the type of control that you don't want to offer somebody, then that is a boundary that you cannot abide by. It doesn't make him a bad person. It simply means that you're incompatible in the way that you see the world. And you can choose to leave based on that. But it's reciprocal as well. If you're allowed to judge boundaries based on another person's acceptance, like willingness to accept, then you also have to understand the nature of compromise. Because red flag makes it sound like someone is doing something wrong. Like that guy is incorrect for voicing the fact that he's uncomfortable. In my opinion, in a relationship, you can't be incorrect for voicing your opinion, even if your opinion is complete dog water. Like you are just telling the person who matters to you how you think. That in and of itself is not wrong. Whether or not you're based on something that actually makes sense is for the two of you to decide. So throwing that word red flag in there is essentially insinuating that one of you has the moral high ground and that the other person is wrong for suggesting it. And you've just created a power dynamic. That's not a relationship. You're going back to that sense of entitlement. You have just created, essentially, someone who owes you what you want, someone who needs to provide for you the things and the situations that you feel you deserve. And in my opinion, that is a huge issue with relationships right now, is that it's all about, and Zay, you said this on an earlier podcast, and it's a great clip. It's all about, I need this. I need this. This is my power. This is my power. And no one's actually getting anything done because mm -hmm. it's just a, it's just a cold war. This nigga chose spin. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we're ending on that note. No, no further comments. Necessary. Preach. Preach. Literally, everyone just went down in a row and spitted straight facts. This needs to be an entire segment because it was just facts for 15 minutes, bro. Y'all, there, there's just no other way to put it. And it's just sad that we're at the stage that we have to talk about this. The fact that this needs to be addressed goes to show what what we've become as a world slash society 
But I mean, that's about all I got for this podcast. I hope everyone enjoyed. Do the boys have any more comments before we wrap this up? Like, comment, subscribe. Okay, commercial. Next. <laughs> hey, thank y'all for listening to the podcast uh, and our goofy story and tying it in on there at the end uh, with some serious commentary. But if you want us to talk about anything, please, you know, go in the comments. If you disagree with anything we said or, you know, want to hear more in-depth ridiculousness about our shenanigans or whatever, just go in the comments and let us know. Um, feel free to strike up an argument. We'll we'll do whatever we can. Like, you know, we, we appreciate feedback really of any kind because uh, it gives us a platform to feel like we're interacting with you guys. Uh, so thank you for listening. Yeah. Um what he said. Man, I was gonna give a back to this, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Nico wanted to come back for round two. Back, back. Uh, but nah, basically what everybody else said, you know, appreciate y'all for listening. The first fan meetup at Florida Georgia Line next Saturday. No, I'm just joking. But <laughs> <laughs> I'll be there. If we do it, I'll be there. Hell no. <laughs> but yeah, y'all just keep posting. Man. Keep putting out these videos, these clips. So keep us on all platforms. Let us know if y'all want to hear something specific and We'll see you on the next one. Yeah, like, if y'all got funny stories, y'all got topics, just let us know. We'll talk about it. You feel me? Like, that's what we're here for. So. Nico, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 Like, like, I can't even open my mouth, bro. This man said the three You nah. laughed before I opened my mouth. <laughs> Dude, this boy talking after each person, bro. You ain't talking after me because this is Eddie. I'm just like, oh, wait, wait, let's say something. Yeah. No, go ahead, Zay. Yeah, I was gonna let Zay talk first, bro. That, dude, this boy Nico goofy. <laughs> Zay, you got anything to add, bro? Nah, y'all said it. <laughs> y'all, we gotta cut it off, bro. Yeah, we, we gotta cut it off. <laughs> yeah, we we said it all, all right. But on that note, I would just like to thank you guys for listening to the Five Cents podcast. Thank you for tuning in. It was your host, Josh. Be sure to follow us on all platforms, you know, Spotify, Apple, Google, Stitcher, you name it, we're on it, YouTube. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave comments. And, like, I know some, like, the social media apps have, like, Q&As and stuff, like, built in. So definitely, like, DM us or, like, Q&A us if you want to ask us anything that you want to be featured on the podcast. But um, other than that, that's about all I got. You guys take it easy. Peace. Peace. Peace.